Welcome to the Walking in Freedom podcast. I'm Amy Reardon. Join me every other week as I share episodes created to help you pursue deeper intimacy with Jesus and walk in freedom as you discover and embrace who you're created to be. Thanks for joining me. Hi, everyone. I hope you're doing well today. This episode today is really in conjunction with the last one that I made concerning women who are wrestling with pornography. So if you haven't listened to that yet, I encourage you to listen to it. There are so many women, Christian women, who are struggling with pornography. And this is part of my own story. And when I was wrestling with this, I thought I was the only one. And I came to realize that I not only was not the only one, but there are many women who struggle with pornography, whether you call it a struggle or something you wrestle with the whole way to addiction. There are so many different aspects to this. And that that's what I talked about in my last episode. And in this episode, I wanted to talk more about one of the aspects that I mentioned last time, and that is reaching out for help. And I know a lot of you have questions on how do I do that? What does that look like? Or, or maybe you already did reach out to someone and it didn't go well at all. And I know that this topic is just so sensitive and so much shame can be surrounding this to begin with. So this part of reaching out, while it can feel so risky and it definitely can be risky. It's so important to do. And I think the more equipped that we are in knowing how to do that and who is a safe person, I think the more equipped we are to know how to do that, the better. And so I actually am going to be reading out of one of the chapters of my book, All of You. And this is a book that I published a couple of years ago, and it's specifically for women who are seeking freedom from sexual strongholds of any kind, and pornography is, of course, one of those. So I'm going to be reading out of chapter six, which is called Reaching Out, and I'll be interjecting some of my current thoughts as I read this to you. But So this is called Reaching Out. I resisted talking to anyone about my sexual sin and temptations for years. I felt such incredible shame and was afraid that I would scare someone away if I was completely honest about what I had been doing and the kind of thoughts that went through my mind daily. No one had the slightest idea that I had been dealing with a porn addiction and I didn't want to see the shock or disappointment on their faces when I told them. I was the last person they would have suspected, as is often the case. A few years after confessing everything everything to my husband, I finally reached out to a woman from my church who was a Christian counselor. I wish I wouldn't have waited so long. I hadn't been looking at porn anymore, but the thoughts and fantasies continued to race through my mind. Processing everything out loud with someone other than my husband helped me so much. 
And then I included the scripture, James 5.16, which says, Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Have you reached out to someone for counsel, wisdom, and prayer? I know that is not easy. That is an understatement. If you share just a little bit of your story with someone you can trust, you will know by her reaction if she's a good person for you to continue reaching out to. I often encourage women to test the waters by sharing a little bit of their story with someone first, instead of sharing their entire heart and life history all at once with someone they are turning to for wisdom and counsel. There are two reasons for this. First, some people do not know how to handle other people's pain. They are not equipped for it. There's many reasons for this, but it's valuable information to have when reaching out to someone. Maybe you tried to talk to someone before and it didn't go very well. I am so sorry if that happened to you. Taking a huge risk in talking to someone and it not going well can be so incredibly painful. I have been there and I understand. I encourage you to take a deep breath or many deep breaths and pray about another person you might be able to reach out to. I have found that sometimes even the most well-meaning people honestly don't know what to say or what to do when a woman confesses sexual temptations to them. They can unintentionally say something insensitive or out of not knowing how to respond, say nothing. Either reaction can feel like an incredible sting of rejection. Second, sexual strongholds and the weight of history that can go along with it can be very heavy. After keeping everything to yourself for so long, there can be a desire to tell someone your entire life story once you get started. And, and I, just to interject some thoughts here, I, I kind of laughed there because that, that is exactly what I did. I went from not talking about this at all to absolutely giving so many details of my life that I just poured out onto someone and it was very intense. And looking back, I'm just so thankful that she handled that well, but it was a lot of information. I shared a ton of information because our stories, as you know, from your own, it's not something that just takes place over a month or two. There's so much that can go along with this and lead up to this. So to go back to my book here, after keeping everything to yourself for so long, there can be a desire to tell someone your entire life story once you get started. It's like opening a valve and before you know it, there is a flood. That's an incredibly heavy weight for someone to hold. While you might feel better after, that is a very difficult thing for a person to process. You know this well because you probably feel the weight of it every day. Maybe you've carried the weight of this burden so long that you don't know what it feels like without it. I'm believing that someday with Jesus' help, you will. For this reason, it can be helpful for you to write down ahead of time some ideas of what you could share with someone. You wouldn't have to stick with it, but it might help give you direction if you get stuck and you don't know what to say. 
It can also help you stay focused without going into too much all at once. You do not have to find someone who has wrestled with sexual strongholds of her own. That would be helpful, but it is not at all necessary. And I wanted to interject here that I completely understand that when we are wrestling with something like this, and when I wrestled, was wrestling with this, I wanted to find someone who had struggled with pornography before. The problem was I didn't know any. <laughs> Actually, I did know some, but they weren't talking yet either. They didn't know what my story was and I didn't know theirs. So finding someone who has been through this can be challenging. Now, I have obviously been sharing my story and that's what you're listening to. And that's what's in my book here as well that I'm reading from. And while I'm often the first person that people talk to because they find my story and they reach out and I welcome that. That's partly why I share to let people know, to let women know that you are absolutely not alone. And I also, I used to email women back and forth and now I'm coaching. I've been coaching for a while now and I love coaching women um, through the healing process. It's, it's something that I absolutely love to do. And there are other ministries, other women who coach women who have been wrestling with pornography. But I, I always also recommend most definitely that you find someone in your life, someone that you can see personally, someone that you can have coffee with, someone in your life that you can see on a day-to-day -day basis and someone that you can talk to that is trustworthy and someone that you can meet with in person. Because while it's helpful to tell someone that you know has been there, because you know that we are not going to shame you, you know that we are not going to make you feel like a freak of nature, like you probably might already feel, you know, all of those things. It's also so important for you to be able to find someone in your own life to walk this out with. And while I said I, I love coaching other women and there are other women who coach women, um, we all kind of have different specialties in this area. It's also important for you to find someone that you can walk with in your own life, even if it's a friend that you trust because she's going through things too. Um, so I encourage you to... Yes, reach out to me if you like, reach out to another ministry, but to try to find someone in your own personal life as well. And I know that that's not easy. I know that that's not easy. And I waited years to do that. Um, so let's see, to go back to my book, um, the person who helped me the most had not struggled in the same ways that I did, but I knew she was a strong and compassionate Christian and she always pointed me to Jesus. She had also overcome some very challenging experiences in her own life that she was transparent with others about. This encouraged me because I knew she wasn't a stranger to working through painful experiences. I recommend talking to another woman rather than a man due to the kinds of details that you will share. For those of you who are married, 
It's often beneficial to reach out to someone trustworthy in addition to your spouse. My husband and I agreed for me to tell him when I was feeling tempted so we could pray. This was not easy for us to do though, and each couple needs to decide what works best for them. And I want to interject some additional thoughts here. That does not work for everyone. The decision that my husband and I made for me to talk to him when I was feeling tempted, that's a very personal decision and individual couple decision. Um, and that is something that you, if you are married, because I talk to a lot of married women who are in this same kind of situation, it's something that you and your spouse need to work through together. Now, there's most definitely somebody else, like I mentioned, who walked me through a lot of this because it's hard. It is very, very hard to hear when your spouse is struggling. And this is often in a marriage that's already struggling. So it's very beneficial to have someone outside of your spouse that you can trust that you can also talk to. So to go back to my book here, for those who read this or hear this, who experience same-sex attraction, and that is, that is part of my story as well. Something that was helpful for me was finding someone older than me to talk to. The counselor from my church, whom I mentioned earlier, was around my mom's age. I felt safer sharing intimate details of my life with her because I knew I would never be attracted to her. And I just wanted to interject here that um, it was very important for me to find another woman. And like I said, it was when same-sex attraction is involved, there can be a lot of fear and wondering who in the world can I talk to? And I know not all of you deal with that, but some of you who are listening to this do. And so when I found someone who was much older than me, that took a lot of the fear out of it because I knew in sharing the details I was going to share with her, you can feel bonded to that person. It, it connects you with that person. I did not want to do that. I did not know how to do that with another woman my age. That's partly why I waited so long <laughs> to do that. So I found, and I know other women who have dealt with this, who have found older women to talk to that can really help with all of that. So having someone who can encourage you and steer you in the right direction when you feel overwhelmed is invaluable. I wish I wouldn't have waited so long as I did to reach out to someone. If you're reading this and do not have someone in your life to talk to, I am praying that you seek God for someone wise and trustworthy that you can confide in. It is so important. So at the end of the chapter here, I have a reflection question that I'll read to you to finish out the chapter. Have you found someone to reach out to regarding the temptations and unwanted sexual behaviors that you had been wrestling with? And then there's an action step here. It says, read James 5.16 again. How does this scripture apply to reaching out to someone for prayer and guidance? If you have not been talking to someone about this, what would be the downfall for continuing to not reach out to someone? I know the downfall for me 
because I waited several years, the downfall was actually, it delayed a lot of healing in my life. When I started talking to this counselor at my church, God started healing my heart in deeper ways that wasn't happening when I wasn't talking to anyone. But that's me. If you have not been talking to someone about this, what could be the downfall for continue, continuing to not reach out to someone? And I don't say that in a shameful or condemning way at all because I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. What could be the benefits of taking the chance of reaching out? And that's more of what I'd like you to focus on is what could be the benefits? What could happen if you take the chance to reach out? Maybe you've reached out to someone in your life, but you're wanting healing. You're wanting, maybe you could benefit from coaching. Like I said, I coach. There are several other women that I know who coach, who have groups for women. I have a group based on this book that I have a couple of times a year. There are other ministries who have groups. Maybe that's the next step for you. And you've been very hesitant and afraid, which again, I understand. Maybe that's the next step. If you would like to reach out for coaching, I can refer you to several other ministries. Um, like I said, we all have our different areas that we work in in particular, but there are many of us now who coach in this area. So I could refer you to a couple of places and I also coach as well, whichever one would fit you best. Um, please don't hesitate to reach out. So I, I hope that this episode was encouraging for you today and just even knowing how important it is to reach out and what could actually happen when you do. Um, there's so much that can happen that God can do when we reach out and talk to someone about what we're going through. So Lord God, I just pray for every woman who has been listening to this today, who has been wrestling with pornography or perhaps something else, another sexual stronghold or anything, Lord God, and they have been so hesitant to reach out, Lord God, and I understand the shame and I understand the fear and Lord God, even more so you understand the shame and the fear. Lord God, I pray that you direct them to someone safe to talk to. Lord God, I pray that you show them who would be a good person to confess this to. Maybe they've never talked about it before. Lord God, and if they are, if they would benefit from taking the next step of being in a group with other women who have wrestled with this or coaching or anything like that, Lord God, I pray that you direct them to who, whoever would be the best person for them to connect to, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that there is so much healing available for any woman who's wrestling with pornography any woman who's wrestling with any kind of sexual stronghold, Lord God. I thank you for the hope. I thank you for what you've done in my own life and many other women's lives, Lord God. And I, I just pray that you give every woman who's listening to this hope, the hope that can be found in you, Lord God. 
And I just thank you for all of that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I encourage you to like and subscribe to this podcast and to share it with your friends. Stop over to my website, walkingfreedomministries.com for more. Talk to you next time.